Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Bright Side with Technicia here in Atlanta, Georgia. And it's not a hot Atlanta right now. It's very cold. I even have my heater on while I'm in my house today. That's the conference of doing this radio show where I could do it from the conference. But here on this show, we connect with individuals who have all types of expertise in everything from holistic healing, from sexual healing, from relationship healing, abuse, sexual abuse, anything that you probably could think of I have had on my show. And today we'll be talking with a global thought leader who is in the field of quantum level healing. So we'll have that conversation. Very interesting. Can't wait for it to start. At the moment, how is everyone doing? I hope that you're doing wonderful. If you're tuning in, I hope that you share this show and add value to someone's life. You can listen in from the plugs of your mobile device, a computer, iPad. You can even download my podcast from Apple, and you can listen that way as well. If you have any questions, you can always hit me up on the chat on blogtalkradio.com forward slash brightside with Technicia. And I am willing to chat away with you. You could call in and interact with us that way by dialing in at 845-277-9285. And we make sure that we are connected that way as well. But while we wait on our guest, we're going to get this show started. I'm going to hit you with some tunes, and we'll be right back after this. But I'm the type that likes to light another joint like Cypress Hill I still do be spit loogies when I puff on it I got some bucks on it, but it ain't enough on it Go get the S-S-T-I-D-E-S Nevertheless, I'm hella fresh, rolling joints like a cigarette So pass it across the table like ping pong I'm gone, beating my chest like King Kong It's gone, wrap my lips around the phony And when it comes to getting another soggy Fools all kick in like Shinobi Slurpee, the serious bomb will make a nigga go delirious like Eddie Murphy. I got more going pains. 
father do. I like to bring Julie on. Julie, thank you so much for taking out the time to be here on the show. Sorry for that inconvenience, but I'm glad that you're on. That's okay. Um, I'm here. <laughs> Thanks for welcoming yes. me on. I'm excited to talk about the brain. Yes. So, Julie, uh, first and foremost, how did you come to your skills as a master health activator? Well, you know, I have a really unique story. I survived the atomic bomb testing in the Nevada desert. I had 17 mm-hmm. surgeries, multiple cancers. I died twice. I was in a wheelchair for a year, told I would never walk without unbearable pain and canes. And uh, one day in, you know, just absolute kind of frustration, I went into my garden in prayer and meditation and said, God, just take me or make me well. You promised me the Garden of Eden, and I feel like I'm living in hell on earth. And that very first day of meditation and prayer, um, I began to see uh, how the human blueprint works. I began to um, have my own body regenerate. And I was watching um, a master cell in my mind's eye go to its God state, which was incredible and breathtaking and beautiful. And um, from there, uh, from that day where I had this really revelation, um, within six months, now thinking I was walking with canes, within six months I was dancing on stage with a rock and roll band and running 30 miles a week um, on a a mountain. So I had a dramatic uh, shift in my um, my own well-being, and uh, and from there, I I learned how to translate what was happening in my body so that others could experience the same thing. Wow, that's an interesting. Just to start off with the, with that, that's a whole lot. Did you guys get that? And the fact that you experienced probably one of the most significant nuclear weapon tests ever sites in the United States. The Nevada test site, guys, you got to make sure you do your research on that. Um, it was a Nevada test site um, back then. I think this occurred between, like, 1951 and 1992. It's very interesting once you um, do your research. Those are things I say you're not going to find that. Never once in my life have I ever seen that talked about in history, you know. So, wow. And then to be um, you experienced death twice near-death experiences. I have had guests on who talked about those things. That is so interesting. Like, people be thinking that's a joke, but I have heard it. Like, you can experience your body just leaves there. Wow. Ooh, Julie, I'm yeah. already yeah. enjoying this part, and we haven't even gotten all the way into the good details uh, about <laughs> the brain. So, uh, yeah. Julie, you told us that. So I know it's going to be more interesting when you tell us why did you decide to do a brain study? Do you have, of course, you had the brain trauma history. Is that what led to the brain study? Oh, that's interesting. Um, no, I I don't uh, look at things from this perspective. But my dear friend Jack Canfield, who's the author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, and um, he does the success principles, he told me, you you need a study so that people can understand it, because I understand it, and the people who uh, experience it get the the bliss and the benefits from it. But the study actually 
gave us tangible proof. We followed um, 200 participants over six months, and they, each month they reported in on what their changes were. And um, so we, we have this data collected that we put into this study so that people can understand that this is real. This is not an imaginary uh, thing that's happening. This is something that's very real and wonderful. Wow, it's all I can really say. I mean, I mean, it's amazing. You have an interesting health story. Multiple cancers, died. I mean, do you are you guys listening to that? Wow, what person have you known to hang around? You all told you they have died. They have had multiple cancers, and this woman is still surviving and living on. Woo, that is some powerful. That's some powerfulness right here. I I, I feel it. So, Julie, let's get a little bit to it. What is exactly cellular quantum mechanics? Well, I you know it's um, it's a way. I had a physicist working with me, and she defined uh-huh. what I was doing with cellular quantum mechanics. But what I want to say is, what I'm doing is I'm working with the quantum field. And there are two kinds of oh. physics. There's Newtonian physics and there's quantum physics. And most people think about uh, Newtonian physics, the kind that they studied in high school and college. But most people don't study the quantum field. And from a spiritual point of view, if you think about we're part of a field of particles vibrating. And what we're doing in my academy and in my work is we're rearranging how an individual's particles are vibrating so they vibrate in a better circumstance. So we're working with that field of oneness. We're setting an intention with the mind, and then we're doing a hand movement um, to help activate that higher frequency because we're in a physical frequency. We're in a slower frequency. Our bodies are in a slower frequency, but where the particles move is in a higher frequency. So the hand movement, the intention in the mind, and then one of the hand movements will help shift the particles so they're vibrating in a better circumstance for you. Oh, okay. Now, of course, everybody's in quantum. It's, it's become the trend word, even of today's society. Mm-hmm. Can you help us understand what you're actually referencing when you say quantum field or transformation? Yeah, you know, I, I think for some reason right now, quantum is a buzzword. Like, everybody talks about quantum Quantum leaps mm-hmm. and quantum this and quantum that, and it's just this nice, fun thing to put on everything. But I don't know that people are actually understanding wh- why they're claiming that or what they're doing with it. But we're very specifically looking at the divine human blueprint, and then we're very specifically accessing the field of quantum transformation. So I can give you some examples um, that likely other people don't have any clue about how you could do this, mastering the use of the quantum field, and that's what we're doing in our academy. So a lady would come in with, she had lymphatic cancer, she had two weeks to live. And six weeks later, she goes into her doctor, and there's no evidence of lymphatic cancer. Or a lady who is, she's she's got a few days to live, her doctors at Stanford have said, Make your preparations. You're you're on your way out. Basically, she was going to the uh, funeral home to make her arrangements for her death, and she she really was just she had put on the 20 pounds of water right before death, and she was she was all bloated and 
she came to me and I was able to um, transform the problem. She had tears in her intestine. She had her colon removed. And I was able to mend the tears with cellular neogenesis. And then over a year and a half later, she really wanted her colon back. She wanted not to have the colostomy bag. So I grew back her colon for her. Um, and this is one of the things that you just don't hear about, that people have that mastery in the field to be able to command at will the cells to do uh, what you want them to do. But essentially, that's what I'm teaching my uh, participants, my students, is how, how do you master, you know, mastering that skill. So it's not just how to, but really working with yourself on a daily basis to get yourself to that level. So in, on some level, we're a mastery school, you know, like the ancient Egyptian mastery schools and the ancient Gnostic and the ancient Essene mastery schools. There's a school where we're learning how to master uh, part of uh, how the universe works. Mm-hmm. Wow. Man, if somebody could have actually got their hands on this type of information, there could have been so many lives saved of people having cancer. Because I always think, you know, um, sometimes doctors don't always know where causes cancer. They don't. And a lot of times some of these things come from what we be actually eating. But this is some powerful information to hold, hold in your hand. Julie, I mean, wow, my mom probably would have loved that five months ago. That would have been awesome for her, you know, but she didn't end up making it. She had bone cancer, so that took her over um, as well. But this is some good discovery. But I heard you mention cellular neogenesis. What exactly is that? Well, cellular neogenesis is the regeneration or generation of new cells. And actually, as okay. I was referring to it, um, first of all, I had a lady who, who did have cancer, and she, she had decided to live with cancer and not be treated. And it was an, an interesting journey for her because she lived like 25 years. And she wasn't really wow. interested in having me clear the cancer. She wanted to live a good quality of life. So when she okay. came in, um, she, had a, she had a failed adrenal, meaning her little adrenal, adrenals are about the size of a plum, and her adrenal was the size of a raisin. And we knew that because she had a PET scan. And the PET scan said um, the left adrenal is uh, failed. It's no longer functioning. And she came into my weekend classes. And one of the things we worked on that weekend was the adrenals. And four months later, she had her PET scan. And to the radiologist's surprise, the adrenal was the size of a plum and fully functioning. So that's using cellular neogenesis and something that exists that might be kind of dead in the body, but it, it existed and bringing it back to life. And then in the second example where I, I talked about this woman who um, was dying, she had her colon removed and she, she was just, she was dying. And then a year and a half later, she said, I want to grow back my colon and I believe that you can do it. I have, I feel she was a lady who prayed. She had, was a former nun. Um, and uh, over a short period of time, we were able to, not short meaning like six months, we were able to grow back a colon about the size of a four-year-old's colon that is fully functioning. She has a completely normal life. Um, and, and that was out of the divine human blueprint because the cells were already missing, meaning the colon had been surgically removed and we were able to grow back the colon from the divine human blueprint, not from her physical body, from something existing. 
Wow. But with all that being said, Julie, where does it begin? How do these cells break down to even begin with? Well, the the cellular neogenesis process is is mapped out. It's it's a chart of uh, the steps, and it, the steps are there's um, six major steps that you're doing, but you're working with the master and stem cells, and everybody's heard stem cells, right? Stem cells is the big buzz. Everybody is talking about stem cells, a stem cell research and stem cells for revolutionary, you know, helping the blind see and all that stuff. And they're using um, stem cells from what I believe is cultivated from aborted fetuses. And um, they're uh, cultivating them in a Petri dish and then they're injecting them into a person's body. But what we're doing is something so extraordinary and wonderful is we're working with your own stem and master cells. The ones that are already in you, we're not pulling them out, putting them into a petri dish, and cultivating them. We're working with what's already you, and then we're improving that. So we're matching it to the divine human blueprint with the hand movement and an intention. We're bringing those up to 100%, those stem and master cells. And those are the ones that reproduce. Those are the ones that tell the body what level to function at. And then once we've gotten that energetically, we can test using kinesiology, muscle testing, that we're at 100%. Then we do the next step, which is mirroring. We use the light of the cell. And mirroring is popular. People talk about it. Um, but you would recognize it when someone smiles at you. And if I were smiling at you on the video and you saw me, you would have a little flood of happiness through your body. You would like your body would think a little bit, oh, she likes me. She smiled at me. That's actually the, that cascade of light. That's the light of the cell. So it's kind of like the little spirit of the cell. So we mirror um, the healthy stem and master cells to all the surrounding cells. And then from there, that um, next step is um, we're using the mitochondria, and that's in all the stem and master cells. It's the fuel generator of the cell. It looks like a little bit like a caterpillar on the inside membrane. And uh, we're pushing on a program in the mitochondria. I have this funny vision of tickling the tummy of the caterpillar and out spurts a bunch of new cells. But we're telling the mitochondria to begin the cascade of new cell growth. And every day, those stem and master cells grow new cells. And for the brain, it'll be about six months, as long as you stay in the quantum field of transformation about a half an hour a day, which we take care of with meditation. So we get um, this cascade of new cell growth growing for many days. Um, something like a kidney would be more like 90 days. A, a heart would be more like 72 days. So each has its how many days can the regeneration go, and then it can start again. And I think, you know, when we were talking about the brain, come back to the brain, um, I've been working with uh, various brain ailments for like 10 years now, and um, stroke is one that was really devastating. You have a brilliant person who's had a stroke and now is trapped inside their mind and can't formulate words or um, can't walk anymore or, you know, they have to wear a diaper, they're incontinent because those parts of the brain are shut down. And I've seen time and time and time again people with strokes coming back to full function relatively quickly. Within 10 days, they're walking, talking, using the bathroom um, from the, these severe situations. 
one of the most important things is the sooner uh, that we get to anything, just like if an illness has been in a, long, a body a long time, the body's gotten used to that illness. If the stroke has been there for years, um, we may see not quite as much reversal, but we will see a significant reversal. Okay. This is some interesting information. I hope everybody got their pens and papers out because these are some things that you should be taking notes on. Uh, make sure that if you're listening to the replay, share this value with someone else who needs to hear it because I think this is going to be a game. It's a game changer for a lot of people out here. Now, of course, you have this wonderful, this wonderful book out. So what is the gist of it? And if you don't know, the name of the book, I believe I put it in a little word. Okay, Your Divine Human Blueprint is the name of Julie's yeah. book. But what is the gist of it all from this book, Julie? <laughs> okay, so the Your Divine Human Blueprint is um, is a 600-page book. So it's my tome. It's really, it, it covers so much. Um, there's poetry and um, there's, uh, but uh, thousands, literally thousands of miracle stories and how we did everything. So it gives a, a much deeper understanding of how the human body works and um, just the explanation. I, I thought about it when I was writing it, that life didn't come with a set of uh, plans or instruction manual. And I, I felt like this was at least the beginning of that instruction manual of how everything works in the human uh, experience. So not not only the physical body, because we don't, of course, just work with the physical body. We are the mind and the brain and the intelligence gathering centers are much, much bigger than just, you know, what's in our head between our skull. So we, we address all kind of aspects of that. So that's, that's the introduction. I actually have um, 12 books. Um, four of them are on spirituality and um, this one and the 100% You Formula, Quantum Healing Secrets, those are really giving you some uh, basic tools. I think Your Divine Human Blueprint really gives you tools. You can open it to any chapter. They're not like you can, you don't have to read from page one to uh, page 600. You can, you can open to any chapter and be comfortable just reading that chapter. So you're really specifically interested in a, in a particular topic then you can just open to that chapter and you'll find it really enjoyable and understandable. I think the thing that's so exciting about that book is the thousands of miracle stories where this is what we did and this is the miracle the person experienced. Right. Um, now, Julie, when it comes to, um, I, I guess I want to ask this, how long does it normally take to go through your brain regeneration technique? Oh, that's um, in a group. Uh, I take them through in about three hours, and then it, individually, I can do that quite a bit quicker. But the thing is, the regeneration part for me, if I'm just doing it one to one, is thirty to forty minutes. But the clearing part before that, we want to clear the stuff that's um, causing low function in the brain. So the clearing part will clear more than a thousand things, sometimes two thousand things that are causing lower brain function. We've got a really a master chart that's five pages long, single space, six columns. And we're, uh, we're clearing all of the things that contribute to low brain function before we do the regeneration. 
what I found is um, early on, as I learned the technique of cellular neogenesis, I would like regenerate someone and they would have really great experience for four or five months and then slowly it will go back to the same condition. And that's because we didn't know about clearing back at the very beginning of, of learning this technique. Now we know about clearing and clearing makes it permanent. So the change, the shifts are permanent. They don't slide back. They don't, you'll be like, you get a really good result. And then five, six months later, when, you know, when it's kind of worn off, so to speak, you'd, you'd, you'd lose your oomph. Now we know that it's so vital. It's so important to do the clearing before the regeneration. So we get phenomenal results. Oh, that's, that's awesome, Julie. Man, I'm so glad to have you on because I didn't know how deep this subject actually was. I never even took interest in, in anything like this, but this is very important for people to know this is health-wise going on with you. And I don't know what be going on with us, but this is this is definitely it right here. Um, now, with that, Anybody can anybody benefit from having brain regeneration? Yeah, everybody everybody benefits. I think we got we have people who are you know really very successful, top notch people who want to keep their edge, and they might be getting in their uh, early fifties or sixties or seventies, and they don't want to slow down. They don't want to become irrelevant, and so those leaders really find that the brain regeneration gives them their edge back, gives them, it's kind of like turning the dial back on your brain about 20 years and just having, you know, more of you present again. So that really works so well for really successful people. And then um, it works for early, uh, you know, the diagnoses of like dementia, Alzheimer's, um, as long as we get them fairly early where they're not completely lost to themselves. I think there's a point where, uh, folks are completely lost to themselves. There's nothing left of them in there anymore, and then it's hard to do much with. But um, earlier stages, we can completely reverse it and disappear dementia and Alzheimer's. We can just completely disappear the programming for it so people don't have to go through it. I worked with a, a young girl. She was 21, and she had aged. She I don't know the proper name for um, it. Was, you know, she was uh, only a small part of her brain, the emotional and the survival brain developed. So I, she was, in my day, would have been mentally retarded or there's a better name for it. I apologize if I'm offending anybody. I got to learn them, the right name for that. Um, but anyway, I worked with her on activating her upper brains that she didn't have access to and the creative, logical and genius brains. And what was amazing is her parents were seeing that she was able, she was gaining skills really rapidly because she wasn't just um, this sweet child that was trapped in a, you know, a, an, actually a young woman trapped in, a, in the mind of a child. She was actually maturing, which was pretty exciting to see. So, and I've, I've talked about the stroke. It really was any kind of um, brain injury or brain trauma um, it helps night and day different. I think with the brain traumas, when they've been in an accident, they might also have traumas in the rest of their body. And by healing the brain, okay. so many other things work better. I was thinking about somebody who I worked with who 
did the brain regeneration and then their bladder started working beautifully. And they thought, how did that happen? You know, but sometimes we don't know because the brain is giving directions to the whole body. And if the brain is better, then the intestines might work or the heart might work or, you know, you don't know. You just um, see the, these beautiful results and it'll be a little bit different with each person. Okay. So over time, although they may have gone through dementia, they've gone through a stroke, over time the memory does improve, though. Yes. Uh, if they're early dementia, okay. early dementia, yes, like I said, if they, if, you know that when, they, when a person isn't there anymore, that you'll, you'll know that. The, the wives come to me and say, there's no part of my husband there anymore. Then it's really hard to make any traction. But I had someone who was pretty deeply into Alzheimer's and was able to get his, where he had no memory, couldn't remember five minutes. We could, we could have um, his old memories, and he could remember the whole day. He could talk about what he'd done during the day. He could visit with his friends. So um, we kind of refining that technique to, you know, help the mid-stage people to, to hang on to that. And I think the clearing techniques that we brought in the last three years will significantly help the mid-stage dementia and Alzheimer's too. It's when they're completely gone that I don't see this technique as being really good because there's like you'd have to retrieve the spirit on some level too, wouldn't you? The personality and the, you know, you'd have to retrieve that part too. And that's, that isn't the brain, by the way. That is, that's part of um, the divine human blueprint perception <laughs> and essence. So that's part of spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, Julie, so many of us struggle with that overactive mind, constantly chattering. Does this improve? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mind gets quiet. <laughs> it's funny. It's, uh, people say that all the time. Like, oh, my gosh. I didn't, I didn't know I could have a quiet mind. There's nothing going on in there. It's just quiet. Uh, I worked with one lady. Uh, she, was a, she was also a radio personality and uh, Melissa. And she came in and worked with me. She's 42 at the time, I think. And um, I was doing the regeneration. She came in for a five-hour session with me. And after about an hour and a half, she went into the bathroom. And she came back and said, what did you do? You turned me into a 12-year-old. And she literally had this really sweet, young look on her face. Um, her uh, cells had changed so much because I was working in the brain that her whole appearance, her whole affect was much younger looking, which was very sweet. She was laughing. She was like, I'm, I like this. I'm digging it. <laughs> And I'd, I'd had that with a with a gentleman that was in education who came in, and also had just was really thrilled. He looked at himself and looked a lot younger. So it's funny, you know, that um, it'll also the regenerations will affect like the skin um, and make the skin look younger. Make the the whole um, it's it's such a more pleasant place for the spirit to live in. So you actually have more joy. So in addition to quiet mind. You have quiet mind and you get this joy. So she was the one, um, Melissa was the one who said that she hadn't had her mind ever quiet. <laughs> and then she had her mind quiet and then she went to the bathroom and saw her face in the mirror and like, oh my gosh, I'm, I look like a 12-year-old. So anyway, it's, it's kind of multifaceted here. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. And, and does this technique help special needs kids? It does, yeah. Um, okay. I've, I've done the brain regeneration on my daughter 
and I don't want to talk too much about her condition, but she has special needs. And um, her doctor is just completely blown away. She's really smart, but in her, her um, category, she shouldn't be able to talk. And she talks very, very well. She did not talk until she was about two and a half. And I, I've done the regeneration on her multiple times, like I said. And um, you could just see the lights coming on, uh, just struggling to try and get her words out. And I could see where she would pause or get stuck. And I just kept working with her. And she, uh, she's very articulate and she's very, very bright. So, yes, it works with special needs kids. Absolutely. It's wonderful for them. Oh, that would be wonderful. I seen a special needs student last night. And that's amazing how this coinciding. Like you just, you just don't never know it. Every little incident that happens is for a reason. Because obviously, I have you on today, Julie, and this would be so much of information for that young lady. Now, of course, let's say your friend maybe suffers with chronic headaches, and I have plenty of those that have migraine headaches. Would this help them as well? Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. This definitely helps with migraines. Um, yeah, oh. it disappears them. So, uh, so I worked with a woman, and she had migraines. She did the brain regeneration. And then what she noticed is I told her, when you have it starting up, because it, it could be, you know, an energy that's not you just, like, starting up, and then you go into, I'm getting my migraine, you know. And I said to her to tell the feeling of a migraine, this is not me. I'm, I don't. I feel good. And just to, like, for five minutes go, that's not me. My brain feels good or my head feels good. And she did that technique. And by the fifth time the migraine was beginning, trying to begin, she could easily shut it down instantly. And it stopped altogether on the fifth time. It just completely stopped because she wasn't believing that she should have a migraine. So you can change it. Like, you can remove the energy, but then there might be patterns like from outside you, like energies that are used to coming in, you know, you get stressed out and there's that energy that's coming in. And she would just say to that energy, that's not me. My, my brain feels good. And it would just shut it off. And so she didn't go into any migraines after her brain regeneration. And when she, she gained mastery, it just stopped altogether. When she, you know, just knew, oh, I see a little blip on my eyes. I know that what's starting, I'm just going to tell it that's not me for five minutes. And it would just completely turn off. Oh, wow. Oh, I definitely have to share this show with others on Facebook because I get that a lot. People have chronic headaches. Oh, man, this is some valuable information. I'm getting excited. Mm-hmm. Um, what three things would you could, well, what would you say are three things that I could do right now to improve my brain function? Oh, yes. Um, first thing is people don't drink water properly. And so I want to recommend that you do the 16 method, which is drinking um, four ounces of water about every 45 minutes. And the thing that happens oh. with people is that they guzzle water and then they don't drink for a few hours. And your brain is dehydrating. And so just understand that the neurotransmitters are drying out and they're not making their connections. So by, um, there's no bladder up by the brain. The bladder is down in the low part of the body. And you're just, after 45 mm-hmm. minutes, you've peed out whatever was up there. So, um, And then there's a formula also for drinking half your body weight during the day. So um, I'm yeah. 125 pounds, so I'm going to drink about 60 
two to 65 ounces of water during the day. That's my target. So if you're 200 pounds, you drink 100 ounces of water. So that's, that's the target. And then, of course, you can slow the, the drinking down before you go to bed, like the last two or three hours before you go to bed. You can slow that down. I know people don't want to get up and go to the bathroom all the time. But you want to keep hydrating your body and your brain while you're using it. And one of the wonderful side effects of that um, hydration process is that for ladies, your hormones are going to work a lot better because hormones are distributed through the body through hydration. And if you're not hydrated, you're dehydrated, your hormones are going to go wacky. So that would be one wow. thing that I would recommend is balance your uh, water intake better. And then a second thing yeah. I would recommend is sometimes mm-hmm. people go on a fat-free diet. And um, yeah. the thing is our brain is fat, and it needs fat. And so, you know, I know people probably know about fish oil, but I would recommend going off the fat-free diet if you're on one. It's, it's not a good choice. So you need fats in your diet. You could go on the keto diet, which has healthy fats. It tells you how to eat healthy fats. I'm not saying to do that, but I'm saying you need healthy fats in your diet for your brain to work really well. And then a third thing, actually I have many things I could tell you, is to have the body and the, and the brain calm and relaxed. So I really promote daily meditation and also walking in nature. Both of those things where you're calming the brain and the body where you're really tapping and you look at those Buddhist monks and those Tibetan monks, um, they, they look kind of angelic and forever youthful. You don't know what age they are. It's because they have this kind of happy glow to them because they're meditating and they're, they're clearing, they're, they're clearing their hard drive, so to speak every day. So they're not collecting gunk and gunk and gunk and gunk and gunk. So I think the meditation is really good and walking in nature is really good. Definitely need to probably start doing more of that, too, walking in nature. I didn't think about the water intake. I usually wake up, I might do 16 to 32 ounces of water, but my overall intake would be 128 ounces. I do a ga- at least get a gallon in of water, and I'm probably about 157, but, and yeah, you do go to the restroom a lot. <laughs> Yes. I tell people, if you want to stay out of anything, drink plenty of water. No one ever say you in nothing because you're going straight to the restroom. But I didn't think about taking it down or not. Maybe I'm overdoing it with that many ounces. But you, you might be because of wow. when you have that, it can be stripping the vitamins and minerals out too and because you're oh. putting flush, flushing. That's kind of a flushing amount. So. Yeah, you might you might look at that and see if if you feel a little bit stronger or more vibrant if you if you just drink like let's see about seventy five you could do like eighty ounces of water instead that would be probably a better a closer match for you. Oh wow! Now guys, I know that we're coming up so quickly on our time. Of course, everything changes with this radio station normally, and sometimes I don't have it in my control, but. Julie, I would love for the listeners to know where they can purchase your book um, to make sure they're getting active with their brain, get rid of that fuzzy brain, and get everything back in order and help someone else who needs this help. Where can they purchase your book from? Well, you can go to julierenee.com, J-U-L-I-E-R-E-N-E-E.com, and that has the book and also You'll see classes, and you'll see free resources 
I'd love to encourage you to go to julierene.com forward slash quiet mind, and you'll get a little more information about brain regeneration. And um, also in there, you get a meditation, a little five-minute meditation that quiets the mind, and it's just a gift from me to you, julierene.com forward slash quiet mind. Well, I know I'm definitely going there, and of course, she is big on YouTube. You guys got to really check it out. Julie is good on YouTube. There are some excellent videos on there that will get you 100% right in your mind because we're getting older, so you want your mind to still function. I mean, I have 75-year-olds who still move like they're 30 in their 30s, so it's awesome what your mind and body can do if you make it function the way it's supposed to be as long as you're treating it right. But before I leave you guys, let me give you the truth for the day which is slow down and listen to your natural rhythm. Everything has a rhythm. Day turns to night, flowers bloom, leaves turn color, and drop falling from the trees. Humans have their own inner rhythm, tuned to the universe, God's timing. Guided by the rising and selling of the sun, we know when to sleep. Changes in temperature tell us what clothes to wear. Our breathing and heartbeat remind us we are alive while our minds and 